0: Did hang on real quick. Did you just get off of a flight from Miami?
1: <laughs> We're doing it. The rest of the episode. Let's go. He's
0: Did,
2: got a little bit of a stash going.
0: Like yeah, like playoff, 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 stash. playoff You literally look like you are hiding from a bookie. Like, do you owe someone money? <laughs> like, someone's coming after your kneecaps. Price pick, we,
2: Price Picks is coming after his kneecaps. What are we doing? <laughs>
0: is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network. Brian Lalima, Apollo Des Jostros here with you. Follow us on Twitter at Belima790 at apollo des one and at Jostros 1. And of course, at Apollo H O U. Game two is in the books. The Houston Astros are one win away from their sixth straight ALCS appearance. They beat the Mariners yesterday afternoon, four to two. Kyle Tucker hits a bomb. Jordan Alv- Alvarez hits an Oppo Taco. Bregman with a clutch late inning RBI after Jordan Alvarez gets the Barry Bonds treatment and is intentionally walked. Des, Josh, how are we feeling after a game two victory? Here we go. A lot of energy. A lot of energy here, boys.
1: Woo. Uh, feels good. 2 0. Got to win one. That's That's the name of the game. So uh, I think, honestly, the team. Hasn't really looked fully functional battleship, right? Because both starters, I mean, Framber obviously went. I think officially five and two thirds. If you look at his stat line, five and two thirds, four hits, two earned runs, three three walks, six strikeouts. It's a good line, but if you watch the game, it he got in some trouble late, and somehow, some way, the Astros are up 2-0. and you got to feel like the Mariners are just like, wow, we we wasted wasted two opportunities to be up 2-0 or have the series 1-1 because Luis Castillo pitched his freaking tail off yeah that guy gave you a chance and with the ace on the mound you had a chance in Houston to split it and go back to Seattle and they didn't execute and I put in the blog execution is the name of the game in October and they just didn't do it and that doesn't take away from the guys offensively stringing at bats grinding at bats the yordan jeremy Pena, welcome to the show welcome to october son because that's been pretty fucking impressive yeah jeremy and then obviously breggs and tuck uh and, and all that but um yeah two and zero, oh, great feeling we're up if it was the other way around i'd still feel like our chances were good but um that's it that must have been a pretty damn good flight for the boys
0: yeah luis castillo is that guy um i mean we talked about it you know, a couple of times, you know, leading up to the game that we thought this game was going to be a low scoring affair, you know, you're going to have to try to get runs on him early, which, you know, obviously Kyle Tucker with the bomb to what was that in the second inning, uh, a moon, a moon shot, you know, and, and um he talked about in the post game media that, you know, he was trying to get the foot down, look for the fastball, and he ends up hitting a hanging slider out to, to right field. But um, man, Luis Castillo, like, let's just talk about him real quick. He is as advertised. It was a hell of a move to go trade for him by Seattle. And it was an even better move to lock him up through 2027 with a five year extension. That guy is going to be so damn good for them down the stretch in the AL West. But look, the Astros do what the Astros do. They grind out at bats. They uh have timely hitting. And look, it's it's all back, it all goes back to the October experience. It all goes back to the October experience. Huge at-bats for certain, you know, certain players throughout, you know, one through nine. Seven, eight, nine in the lineup is like two for 14, I think. Two for 15 so far. Uh, Altuve still without a hit. But look, man, this this lineup and this this club that has so much experience in October is, is really doing what they're supposed to do. And we saw it against a, a stud in Luis Castillo. And again, there were certain plays throughout that game that you thought okay like these are these are the little plays that are going going to win the ball game the two backhand plays by Altuve that's one part of those plays and then the scoop by Yuli Gurriel on both of those um you know it, it, uh, Jordan with with really good defense again he's not just a DH like a lot of people want to label him as Jeremy Peña how many ground balls did he field from Framber Valdez in the first 4 innings yeah, I mean yeah. making making the routine plays is one thing but ground ball after ground ball and then um where i thought it might get a little chaotic was when there was a chopper to framber comes off the mound tries to whip it to home but then there was a play inside I, of I love that. Yeah, I did. How okay. Yeah. It was okay. Yeah. Right, but i thought, you know, at that point that you know, things might go a little a little uh, haywire, but a play we with that him- build out a play within the play is Martin Maldonado launching it over to second. You get him in a rundown, you keep the guy from scoring, and you Fun get him out. Well, I think the big thing, and I have no
1: idea how I think Hanager was the runner that was on third. Yeah. On that. Yeah. When when Santana takes the the big banana route, we backdoor him, right? And Altuve took like 50 50 feet to run him down. <clears throat> yeah. Like 50 of the 90 feet. As soon as Altuve put his head down, I was like, "Oh boy, Haniger should have put his head down and took it off and made Altuve stop and make a throw across his body." And the Mariners didn't, so we got that quick out. Obviously, the next guy did the did the job, right, right, and got him in. Uh, but I was okay with the Framber throw. It was a do or die play. Uh, the throw kind of just took him off the line. But I, I don't know. That's that's just baseball. Uh, yeah. I think he saw he who was a grader. I think Carlos said it on the TBS uh, post game stuff that. Grotter did it all the night before he wanted to make a play, but I was okay with it. But like you said, the, game, the play within the play yeah. was huge. Um, But I think, I think the, the, th- the frustrating thing is early on, it was curveball, curveball, curveball the first time through the lineup and it was on. And I was like, I was sitting on the couch. I was like, anyone with the baseball brain right now knows that the second time through the lineup, they're either sitting on this curveball, or they're spitting on it. And they did. And for some reason, we went back to it over and over and over again. They were just spinning on it. Um, I think in the fourth inning, I think, I think Cozy put, put the tweet out. It was either the fourth or fifth inning that Framer had like 17 curveballs in the, I think it was the fourth inning. And so I was like, okay, this is the second time through and we're going back to that. I would have liked seeing the cutter being more of a wrinkle in it. Um, but The stat line looks better than what what it was. Obviously, Naris was nails coming in. Uh, Abreu, once again, holding. Uh, Montero going to inning a third and then press right? So the bullpen just has been absolute nails. Um, The walks for the the Bugaboo game. And you have to think, if I'm a Mariners fan sitting down 0-2, that if you would have told them you would chase out the Cy Young in four, you would make the Astros make seven walks in game two, and Jose Altuve would be 0 for 8. Would you take that? I would think 99% of them would say yes. Oh, yeah. But the results are they're 0 and 2 with all that going on. And right. that just talks about Astros, the Pena, Alvarez, Bregman, Tucker, Gurriel. even like obviously small sample size, but all their OPS is over 900 right now. Right. So they're just getting the job done offensively and they're and they're getting into the next guy they're grinding at bats and i mean when the big guy can take a 98 two-seam wiffle ball that is a foot off the plate basically yeah. right and yeah. flip it
0: 337 yeah Baseball's <sighs> fun yeah man i um speaking of wiffle ball what what's up on wiffle ball <laughs> I um, love it. what the fuck was that yeah dude what a douchebag weird that was such a weirdo behavior yeah. you haven't
1: seen it br Blazer report uh pre-game for game one brought one of their wiffle ball and we'll put the tweet down in the comments but um one of their top number one pitchers in their men's wiffle ball league in the united
0: states that's so challenged- sick dude i was there that's i was challenged so, that's so sick imagine being the number one ranked Wiffle ball, wiffle ball pitcher. pitcher. Who gives get a, a fu- ball. Who, who gives a, a wiffle ball tattoo on his calf? Who fucking cares? With cool, bro. But
1: the the thing was this: I was there. Bleacher Report was like, "Oh, everyone just come up and face this bat, face this pitcher." And it was very friendly. Yeah, was and the people friendly were and friendly. And they were talking to. I was. I think I was the second guy to face him. Had a couple of great takes. Fouled one off. You fouled one off. Yeah. You know, really good at bats. But other than that, he was dicing and carving people up because quality at bats. I like it. Thank you. Yeah. It was very, very quality. High, high quality at bats. Yeah, good. But he was dicing everyone up and everyone's drinking pregame. We're all having a good time. And then they put this edit together. Kid's a Yankee fan and he's trashing Astro fans with a mic. And it's just the most ridiculous edit. And then so we had to respond. But yeah. um, What the fuck were those guys thinking?
0: Yeah. I I don't know, man. Um,. Yeah, I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't there for that, obviously. But um, I mean, I saw the video of you trying to hit and the other people trying to hit and look. I mean, we've all grown up playing wiffle ball, but the level that wiffle ball is at these days is like an elite level, if you will, yeah. for fucking yeah. wiffle ball. Yeah, I mean, I mean right. that's great. You know, that's great. But but to come to Houston to do all this shit and then you you you're cool while you're at filming a it. All business establishment, right? Like you're cool while ball you're ball filming it. Either. And you're you're shooting the shit with the boys, knocking down a couple of brewski's, you're dicing dudes up, as you should if you're the number one ranked or number whatever who fucking cares. Um if you're that top wiffle ball pitcher, what's what's with the edit? Like what's with the, the bullshit? Like I don't yeah. yeah,
2: It's like walking in it's like a like a like a pro bowler walking into like a bowling alley, like charging challenging drunk dudes it's like ha I fucking beat them. It's like yeah. No. Oh, cool. yeah, yeah, you should have. You, <laughs> you, you, <laughs> you should have. That would um, have been weird if you didn't.
0: You should. It's like like yesterday before game two, you know, myself, Josh, and, and Garrett, we were walking around uh, interviewing Mariners fans, and I went into that fully trying to be somewhat of a smartass to people, and every single Mariners fan that I interviewed was so fucking cool, so yeah, nice, yeah, so awesome. genuine, and, like, they had nothing but good things to say about the crowd in Houston and then you know that's like us doing that, and then we throw in a couple of edits where I'm just trashing the Mariners. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah, it makes yes. no sense. All for the clout, baby. Chase that clout with your fucking Thanks stupid that. ass, wow. your stupid ass ripple ball <laughs> tattoo. Hey, speaking of clout, our boy Tuck. Yeah. Who we talked yeah. to
1: in the offseason, we said, Hey, this is your year. We're gonna we're gonna be your guy. You got the style yep. up. We knew. We knew the year. Yeah. But you know how cool it is to hit a home run. To, your, to the King Tux court they got going out in right yeah, field. Everyone's wearing the cool. crowns. Yeah. To hit one into there. Obviously, the lefty lefty, it's going to be, you know. I mean, excuse me. He's batting lefty, pulling it right. Right. side. Yeah. It's going to happen more times than that. But do that in the playoffs? Kind of fucking cool. Yeah. And he also, like, seven and a half seconds of hang time on right. the run, yeah. run. Off Luis Castillo. Scrape the roof. Right. Um, but, yeah. I thought that was really cool. You know, one of the. My favorite, and you guys could talk and, and we'll let you guys run because you guys were there, boots on the ground for game two. Um, but one of my favorite at bats, and I just think it speaks volumes of how this team prepares, is David Hensley coming off the bench cold. Yep, and grinding. He stri- He strikes out, I think he strikes out. No, he, gr- no, he, grind, he, he grounded out, out so he grounded out, out like a six, seven pitch at bat, yeah. cold off the bench yeah. against Castillo to eventually get him knocked out of the game because it yeah. was kind of that fringe, like. He's at 92, 93 yeah, if, pitches. Yeah, if he would have gone in one or two out, pitches, he, he might have come he maybe back Maybe comes out the next inning. Right. No, he grinds a seven pitch. at. He earned pitch a, counts over yeah. over 100 now. We're in the bullpen. Yeah. That is the, – in the box score, it's an 0 for 1. But in my mind, I was like, that is that's, a huge, huge, huge at-bat.
0: That's his second at-bat of the ALDS, and it's his second – at least eight pitch at bat. The first one was obviously he worked a 3-2 hit by pitch. It was going to be a ball in a way for a walk, right, in in ALDS game number one. And then he comes yeah. off the bench again and works another good at bat. And you just see, like, the moxie of this kid. Like, he's cool as the other side of the pillow, to, to quote the great Stuart Scott. Like, it doesn't seem like the moment is too big for him. And that goes right into how Jeremy Pena has been playing. Everyone, oh everyone talked about, well, how's Jeremy Pena? Oh, this is where the Astros are going to miss Carlos Correa. And Jeremy Pena hasn't missed a beat. Like, he's made really good in-game adjustments throughout the course of two games. And then with David, H- on the flip side of that, with David Hensley, I don't know if you've ever, if you ever pinch hit in college, Des. I did a few times, and it is one, like, late in games. It is one of the hardest things to do. It's the hardest. It's the hardest I'm thing like to do. Like this. Yeah. Everything sucks. Uh, yeah. Right. Like, Oh, I couldn't imagine doing it. Seven pitches. How many? Seven. Seven. Yeah, seven. So an eight pitch at bat and then a seven pitch at bat. I couldn't imagine being a rookie and coming off the bench to pitch it in the playoffs as like your first playoff experience. Like that is insane. And what he's done, I I'm gonna go ahead and make a prediction for him. He'll be an everyday player for the Astros next year. I know it's way 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 too early prediction. But I think he'll be an everyday guy.
1: Yeah, he's he's your new Diaz. He's gonna be your, yeah. your Swiss Army knife, and he's also taller than you, dude.
0: He is. He's a large human being.
1: It, everyone that's tuning in, uh, Brian Lima of Seven Ninety was on the field. Press passes, big 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 cheese, big cheese. Brian Lima and David Hensley, even the main account for Seven Ninety Sports Talk Radio. Seven Ninety Sports. Uh, it's Sports
0: Talk uh, Seven Ninety.
1: All right, that's what I said. Well, Posted. You, sports radio not is an employee. Not... I can say, I can say, yeah, what but I thought
0: it was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but all right. You can't, anyways, a competitor. Even
1: the main account. Did was, you just was get off... off?
0: Hold on, dude. Did, did, what are we
1: doing here? Did you just? What are we? What are we doing? <laughs> did you What just... are we doing? Grow some inches, David Hisley
0: towered over you. That's what we were talking. He did. He's a large human being. Speaking
2: of, speaking of rookies, um, I was looking through it. Jeremy Pena, back to Jeremy Pena. Uh, I lo- I looked through all the at bats. He came up so far in these first two games. He has come up to bat with two outs three times. He has two hits and a walk. Three Ooh. for three. Or two for two with a walk. He, every time he's come up with two two outs, he's extended
0: the inning. Did – hang on real quick. Did you just get off of a flight from Miami?
1: <laughs> We're doing it. The rest of the episode. Let's go.
0: Um, you got the jerry curl in the front. You got the, you know, you got the, uh, what are those called? Okay. But not the floral, the uh, Hawaiian Respect shirt. Flamingo.
1: Respect the flamingo. He's got a little bit of a
2: stash going.
0: Like yeah, that. like playoff, 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 playoff stash. You literally orange. look like you are hiding from a bookie. Like, do you owe someone money? <laughs> like, someone's coming after your kneecaps. Price picks. Price picks is coming what after what are his kneecaps. What are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's All doing right, let's
2: look forward to game three. We got McCollers going versus george kirby
1: yeah i, I mean know, there's I, no better person yeah there's I, no better person to have it lance I, mccullers jr on the mound in the in front of a rocket's crowd who
0: thrives more in a hostile environment than lance mccullers
1: lance yeah. mccullers jr
0: i don't know hey josh the last time Des and i were in studio a couple of days ago you were talking a lot about george kirby can you break it down for us
2: yeah uh, i'm gonna pull up his stats right while, now while
1: you pull it up I, I had one thing to finish up on game two alex bregman Alex fucking Bregman. Yeah. yeah. Respect him. I mean, is there any other player that you want coming up after an additional walk in front of you? And I get it. That was the service stepping up there, doing that and pointing. Yeah. He knew what was going to happen next. He knew if it was damned if you do, damned if you don't. You pitch the yard on there, he's right. going gonna to knock him in. If you intentionally walk him, you know Bregman's going to do it. But there's no other person in the world that I know that would feed off that. As being like the most disrespectful thing, yeah. And it was 103 on the black. He said, "Hey, here's here's my barrel. I'm gonna go the other way. I'm just let the I'm just let the bat do the job. He's generating the power. It's 103 miles an hour. I just gotta do take this round bat with a round ball and square it up. Insurance in the ninth, yeah, which was huge because Presley wasn't sharp. No, nope, Press dog did. wasn't Press dog, he but talked. hey, yeah, he hand pitching about. 10 days, it's yep. fine. It's all right. We got it. We a little Snapdragon at the end that had the RPMs up. But that when you get insurance in the bottom of the eighth to to help you in the ninth, 27 outs are hard. Yeah. They're hard in October. But you know what? It's a little bit easier when you get a little, a little extra uh, Sunday in the eighth. Yeah. So RBI State, Alex Bregman, that was big dog shit.
0: Yeah. Speaking of of uh, Ryan Preston, he talked about it in the clubhouse after the game, how he, he just, he said he didn't, he felt like shit. And and it was because of the layoff. Like Neris, same thing. He hasn't pitched in what eight days or whatever it was, and he comes in, yeah. gets his job done.
2: First postseason appearance.
0: Yeah, Ryan Presley. Oh, I mean, it, it, it wasn't. Was. It wasn't pretty, and you got helped out by a line drive hit to Yuli Guriel, who s- stabs it, steps on first for the double play. You know, uh, playoff you. playoff games are game of inches, and there was a more example of it. I think one of the the biggest takeaways for me when I was in the clubhouse last night after the game was how business-like this. Where team were you was. last night? I was. Can you tell us? I was in the, in the clubhouse. Sorry. Okay. Okay. I it, was, was the, it was bad feedback. i were so in the clubhouse. I was in the clubhouse, and what I do in there is I gather information for, you know, this podcast is is essentially. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. I was right. Just, I, it was. It was. Oh, it was. I couldn't hear you. Yeah. Oh, you. I, I can't hear you over that. Flamingo shirt. Maybe can you can you make it not as loud, or maybe just take I'm the sunglasses Maybe take- I'm peacock and it's October. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have gel in your hair right now? No, no. no. Okay. Great curls, bro. This is natural. Nice, nice. Lester
2: Jr. Hold on,
0: dude. Whoa, whoa. Producer Josh. Hey,
1: bro. I was just segueing.
0: No, 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 no. Let me get my take. I
1: did want to know what they said in the clubhouse.
0: Yeah. So the the biggest thing was like how business like it was. There wasn't a lot of celebration, you know, not saying there would be, but I'm just saying they were literally packing their shit up, talking to the media and they were out the building. Like there was no, like, it was just like, it's like what Kobe used to say, Kobe Bryant, RIP Mamba jobs. not finished. Jobs, not finished. Jobs, not finished. Job's not finished. Job's not finished. Drop that right Job there, finished? Josh. Need nine more. Yeah. Need and, nine more. and then another thing is uh, a few of them, Stanek, Bregman, Pena, Tucker, all made mentions of the underrated speed of Jordan Alvarez. Mm. Yeah. The underrated speed of Jordan Alvarez. I mean, he made multiple plays in left field
2: with his arm and with his glove that yeah, I don't know who else makes those plays. Like, do do we think Brantley gets there for those balls?
0: I mean, I think just the biggest thing for Jordan Alvarez is everyone just labels him as a DH. And what he's done in in games one and two, like he's shown – that he's an above-average outfielder, and people will try to say that he's not. I mean, we've seen yeah. it. Now again, it's at Minute Maid Park. Can he go and do that at T-Mobile Park? If he does, then my man is even. <laughs> I mean, my man is is more elite than than ninety-eight percent of the people in Major League Baseball right now. I mean, he's yeah. arguably the greatest the greatest hitter for, or the best hitter this year. <laughs> is it, what Aaron we
1: just struck out again.
0: That's seven <laughs> strikeouts.
1: He's got he did, the choke. Get him choking the, under the. Get him spotlight. the golden
0: sombrero for the day that is, today.
1: That is that is the sombrero.
0: Seven strikeouts, dude. He had three you in know, the first game and then four today. My,
1: my MVP. My MVP. Son's not doing that. He's putting up seven RBIs in two games with two bombs. Like,
0: look. Do you have no shared different, custody different with Yuli Gurriel?
1: Yeah, we're we're co-parenting. Oh, um, nice. It's a it's a big thing in 2022. Uh, me and Yuli Gurriel are co-parenting. Uh, Gordon Alvarez. It's been a friendly a friendly Twitter exchange over the last 48 hours. Like, Yuli has 30, 30 tweets and and three of them to me. So let's uh <laughs> let's keep that up. Those.
0: Yeah, let's keep that up for Saturday, for Game Three. Uh, all right, all right, Josh, producer Josh, yeah, here we got yeah. Lance, Lance McCullers. McCullers.
2: Lance McCullers. His career at T-Mobile Park, he's thrown 50 innings, 50.2. And he has a 2.66 ERA at T-Mobile Park. Overall, against the Seattle Mariners, he has thrown 103 innings and has a 2.80 ERA
0: in his career. Could you imagine going to T-Mobile Park for game three and seeing a thank you parade? (laughs) That's a legit thing.
1: <clears throat> I didn't
0: know. I didn't know. And thank you for those stats, Josh. I don't mean to segue into something else real quick, but I didn't know that Mariner fans were that delusional. Look,
1: I know I'm going to get heat, and that tweet's going to pop back up, and I'm going to get out in front, say, it, you know, it, it, reverse jinx all that. But when I when I when I talked about Seattle and how good this team is, they have, they have played the Astros hard. They have they have they're a good team.
2: Oh yeah, without your don, this could be a whole different series. Yeah.
1: So when. I just don't want people to misconstrue like me saying Seattle is a good team and not backing this, that fan base. What, how can you ask for an ALDS parade? <laughs> like the wherewithal, the wherewithal on the internet is. <laughs> and some of them are acting like
2: the reason why they want to do this. Is Cause they don't know if they'll make it back next year, which you don't ever know. But like with the new playoff format, and with this young Seattle Mariners he, he they'll would, be right back in here. Le, for sure.
0: Let like, me, you don't uh, need to just it's wait It's not like it's going to be another 21 years. Yeah. Let me, let me read this just real quick. It was on Reddit. Um, Regardless of how deep we go in the playoffs, this team deserves a thank you parade. I'm old enough to remember the glory days when the Mariners were competitive every year and had some unbelievably amazing stretches. The past 21 years have been absolutely horrendous, but now we have a great group that has really come together, and enough young, talented guys to likely continue to deliver fun and exciting baseball in our city for years to come. They put an amazing regular season together and end of the postseason drought, and they are showing that they now belong up there with the best teams this season. You got to love these guys. Hashtag good vibes only. Hashtag CSRise. I'll tell you what, boys. Could you imagine... I'm about if to we, take
1: the flamingos
0: in the shades and go get me on a parade float ya, oh <laughs> baby. Can you imagine getting on a float for a thank you parade for the Houston Astros in the last five years? We'd have a fucking parade every, every damn month or every week in October.
1: Yeah. And we have more reason to. You know what kind of the cool thing is? That collectively as a city and fan base, we have one month out of the year where it's just kind of like international waters where everyone's just like, I'm just gonna drink and eat like shit. It's just like party, a party and yeah. like maybe work. Like collectively, as a like fan base in city, like the month of October, just like all right, like yeah. this month right here, just, it's, all, it's
2: all play it by ear.
1: Yeah, it's all and that's so cool. Like I never would envision growing up like that would be our yeah. young adult lives. Like this is the obviously I, the goal. I kind of so wish I was cool. in school
2: at this. At this yeah, time, these right?
1: kids have
0: no idea. <laughs> Dude, these
1: kids haven't gone through shit. They like, haven't seen shit. All they've seen is a foul
0: pull. <laughs> That's all we've seen. Think back, think back 10 years ago, 2012, the season of 2012, how bad the Astros were. 10 years ago. And now think about where we are now as fans. Like we are spoiled. Yeah. Hey. We have embarrassment of riches and we, we have, have
1: Lance McCullers Jr., your ace from last year, throwing game three. Yeah. That's we, how fucking deep this team is.
0: Yeah. I mean, kids kids don't know. Are you kidding the, me? Kid, the, kid, the kids these days don't know the struggle. They they don't know, like, what it was like they to. They didn't
1: see Dan Maselli versus Jim Edmonds. They didn't
0: see that shit. They didn't they, live that shit. They didn't see Brett Wallace hitting three-hole playing first base. Yeah. <laughs> Show Brett Wallace, that was a that was such a
1: that was such a ricochet shot, Brett. If you're listening, I'm sorry. That was, that was so mean by Brian. No, stop ricochet.
0: It. Stop it. It was a
1: great three hole. <laughs> oh.
2: Lefty swing of beauty. What's <laughs> <laughs> <Lance laughs> on the mound? What do y'all see happening?
0: They were 55 and 107 in
1: 2012. <laughs> now. Now we're just guys being dudes, being dogs in October.
0: Had, dogs. Dog of the game, game dog two. Dog of the game. Jason Castro, Carlos. Jason Lee, Castro's your dog of the game. Jose Altuve, Jed Lowry, Chris Johnson, J.D. Martinez, Jordan Schaefer, and Brian Sevic. Justin hey, I, I Maxwell, Chris... Brett Wallace. Brett Wallace only had 254 plate appearances. He only played in 66 games.
2: Sh- hey, I saw Chris Johnson at spring training 2011. And I thought he was the next Chipper Jones. Just gonna oh, yeah. say that.
1: Oh yeah. I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> we were, Who do we you were think? being sold a bag of goods that yeah. <laughs> was Wandy uh, Rodriguez.
0: Right. Do you want me to keep going? Hey, Lucas Harrell you know, was eleven and eleven. Wandy
1: Wandy was a, was a dude. fucking if
0: we had
2: Wandy right now, we'd be
1: Wandy's Nestor reincarnated.
0: Wandy was seven and yeah, nine that that season. Like Lucas that. Harrell, eleven and eleven. Bud Norris, oh, 7 13. Jordan Lyles, five and twelve.
1: All right, dog. Dog of game one. Dog We, of game we do one. dog of game one. Be, I, my vote is Jordan.
2: My vote's Pena for game one. No oh, game. Yeah, game for one. Game one. game one. Game one's Jordan, obviously. Jordan. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Ryan. So just, just you know, speaking of dog of of the week, it's it's being it's been it's being noticed. Okay. Locker room knows. Yeah. They know. Clubhouse oh, knows. They know. Yeah, it's got to be Jordan Alvarez, dog dog of game number one. Hey, 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 hey. Dog. Game one. All
1: right. Game two. Game two. Game two. Game two. Let's, just, let's just. We'll start with producer Josh. All right. Oh, yeah.
2: Dog of game two dog for me two. is Jeremy Pena. He scored two of the runs, getting on with two outs, and that's the only way we scored those runs.
1: Uh, okay. Garrett, who do you think? Who, who's your vote? Press God. Wow. Oh. Hasn't pitched in a while.
2: Came in, had crazy spin rate, shut down the game for us. On to game three. Okay. Okay.
1: Collective. So I don't know. We're just on the fly. Are we just gonna all say ours and then vote? Yeah. Yeah. Um I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with, with Jeremy Pena. As well. Yeah, it, I, my Two, two for three two runs walk excellent defense yep the ghost of carlos correa is looming yep. walking the the shadows of minute Maid park and he's just like fuck them ghosts my
0: uh <laughs> my my dog of game number two will also be jeremy pena so dog of uh, game number one Jordan alvarez dog of game number two jeremy pena, jeremy
1: pena. <laughs> congratulations
0: that's it that's so Jordan it,
1: Jordan and Jeremy. We will send you the award.
0: Yeah. Do we have um, the trophy? You got the trophy right there with you. The we have the trophy. Yeah, it's we'll, we'll, we have the trophy. We can. we'll look, we need to, we need right to put
2: a we need to put a dog collar on it.
0: We've, oh, I, I got it. Oh. <laughs> well, there goes the. We will there get. We will get a new trophy. And I picking it up. am We will get a new trophy made we'll send you a better one. <laughs> um we will we will send you your since gift- there was two dogs we
1: we made we split it yeah towards. exactly it's yeah, yeah, a yeah. Custom yeah, yeah, yeah. So,
0: boys it's a custom trophy it's custom it's supposed made. to look like that right <laughs> yeah 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 so we will we will send you your gift card to your favorite uh coffee spot there's seven forty three left on the card uh yeah. you and your Don Jeremy can split it yeah I can't I can't do drinks. I can't do drinks. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Like right. dog dog Or dogs. Yeah, those are our dogs of game 1 and 2. Uh game 3, Saturday afternoon, 3:07 first pitch. Lance McCullers versus Garrett Gilbert. Uh George George Gilbert. What's his name?
2: George Gilbert Kirby. Grapes. It was Gilbert Graves. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's, it's uh, what's eating it Gilbert
0: grapes? Who?
2: It's George it's Kirby. <laughs>
0: Garrett Gilbert played quarterback. What the fuck am I thinking? Yeah,
1: what are you doing, uh, dude, It's been a
0: long week, man. I've been at the juice box all week, running on a couple hours of sleep You're every night. One day. What are you talking about? I was there for one game. No, I, I was there for both games. All right. George
2: Kirby starting game three. George
0: Kirby. <laughs> Not even oh, close. we'll be
1: at Buffalo Brewery. Yes. Uh, yeah. The address, I don't know off the top of my head.
0: Uh, we'll Google it.
1: Pulling up right now. Yeah. Three mm-hmm. game, well, bucket of beer specials. All the guys will be there hanging out, watch the game. Yeah.
0: Yep. Come through. Yeah. And we'll, we yep. will. The have... address
2: is 2101 Summer Street.
0: Yeah. We'll put that in the comments below. Okay. And then uh, also stay tuned to apollohou.com for Dez's custom Hawaiian shirt. We're going to have that line dropping. It'll be right here in the comments. Um, I'm going to fuck around and wear this. I'm going to fuck around and wear this to every game
1: now. Not wearing any uh, H-Town versus Everyone. I'm wearing this.
0: No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) How much do you owe your bookie? Like, that's what I want. Oh, nothing. (laughs) Nothing, dude. I only have winners. All
1: right, the Oscar music's playing.
0: All right. Oh, are we we off? off, Are we leaving? Peace. Stage left. Stage
2: left. Stage left.
0: left. That's going to do it. Hey, Josh, you want to take us out of here again? You did such a good job.
2: That's going to do it for the Apollo Podcast Network, uh, (laughs) Beyond
0: the Diamond. All right, that's going to do it for another edition of Beyond the Diamond Podcast here on the Apollo Podcast Network for Josh Strohs, for Apollo Dez. I am Brian LaLima. Peace. That's, that's why he's. The, that's why he's the pro.